adversaries are relentless, and they're only getting smarter, faster, and more sophisticated. Knowing their game is the only way to beat them. That's why we're here. Learn what it takes to protect against even the most sophisticated attacks. Welcome to the Adversary Universe podcast. CrowdStrike introduced a number of new and developing products at Falcon 2023. Check with your CrowdStrike representative for details on what's available now and what's coming down the road. I heard that you were in Vegas. I was in Vegas, but you know what they say about Vegas. Well, like my Dutch grandmother would tell me, she said, hey, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But in this episode, we're revealing everything. Or not everything, but some of the things. I have so many questions about why your Dutch grandmother would say something like that. I know. It was really weird for me, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, three years old. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of questions I think yeah. we're going to need like, to get into Why would she say that because, to a three-year-old? Right? You know? what and what was she doing in Vegas? Yeah, exactly. What was she doing in Vegas? It's really weird. I guess we'll never know. But what we will know, we'll know. is what happened to Falcon last week. Yeah. Falcon was See what fantastic. I did there? Usually it's really you good. doing that, but I did. <laughs> I'm learning from the best. That was really good. Man, Falcon, Falcon was fantastic. And for those of you not familiar with Falcon, how would you summarize Falcon? It's like one of our biggest security conferences that focuses on everything CrowdStrike, everything adversary both product, I mean, everything, right? Well, you, you know, for me, it's been like a long journey of, of Falcons. I remember the first Falcon in 2017, I think it was. And that was really small user conference, just kind of people that were enthusiastic about using our EDR product at the time. This was a little bit of a, a scheme that I worked out, but I volunteered the entire Intel team to staff that Falcon, I think it was. And uh, and then we had an offsite afterwards since we oh, nice. were already there. Yeah. But it's grown, you know, it's, it's crazy. It went from, you know, a couple hundred people. Now I think we're topping 4,000. That's massive. Yeah. There are a lot of people out there. Oh yeah. I mean, we took over Caesars and I, I haven't been to Caesars since Black Hat used to be there and uh, it felt, it felt good to be back in Caesars. I have to say, I kind of liked it. Yeah, it was fantastic. And I was out there a lot of traffic. I was at last year's Falcon and it just seems to grow and the interest is it has just skyrocketed and the feedback has been absolutely amazing. And so I know that a lot of our listeners have not had a chance to attend a Falcon or if you did attend a Falcon at some point, you missed this year's Falcon. It was absolutely, you know, just fantastically attended. Up. They might have you been know. there too, you know. They may have been there. Because we, 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 we yeah, probably won't feedback. get it in here, but Christian freestyled on stage too. He was doing some freestyle, dropping some beats. And I think we got a new intro song out of it. Yeah, we should do a new intro song. You know, waka waka adversaries. You didn't even have the auto-tune. No auto-tune. And it just went over fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I think, you know, those are my arts, my artsy days, which are not over. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll drop an album one day. But in, in the meantime, before, you know, while you eager listeners are waiting for my album to drop, we had some fantastic news from Falcon, right, in the form of announcements to the platform. I think that, you know, we aren't going to cover all of the announcements. In fact, we recommend that if you miss something or a topic or if you read an article recently that focuses on something that we announced in the form of, you know, a new product feature, or an, or an enhancement, definitely get with your local field teams. But today we're going to cover some some it's some the higher top five. Announcements. It'll top be the top five, five announcements for yeah. Falcon. Number yeah, four will surprise you. Yeah. Oh, number four. Ooh. Well, I don't know. I mean, you got to get that quick bait in there, right? Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, I guess you'll have to stay listening now. Yeah. Drum roll. Drum roll. You know, we should have like some some music. You know, like you know, like that. So what was your favorite announcement? So we made a major acquisition, and that one actually really piqued my interest. What did you buy? 
Well, I, what I buy at Falcon, but a nice jacket ah, had Falcon. The on store it. was pretty cool. It was on fire. But at the same rate, we actually acquired a company called Bionic, Bionic AI, and it basically helps us complete this this vision, if you will, on enabling our platform to get full access into application security posture management, also known as ASPM. And so think about, you know, adversary. This is actually an interesting topic, and, and I think we should have a podcast episode that focuses on on just this area, but supply chain attacks, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what happens in the grand scheme of, you know, a DevOps cycle or a CICD pipeline and, you know, how do organizations get their arms around more secure development cycles and sec DevOps and so forth. And, and, and this acquisition really helps us get a lot better insight into understanding and contextualizing findings across third-party tool sets and understanding or at least reducing the amount of vulnerabilities you have because of the third-party tools or third-party libraries that you have built into the applications you're developing. And I think this this acquisition really sets the stage for introducing security earlier into your your development cycle, right? And I think it's it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a big game changer for us. So how does it work? How does it work? Uh, yeah, that's a really good question. I don't know yet. We just acquired them. And so- yeah, You just, just got the box home and I opened just, it up and yeah, dumped out all the pieces yeah. and you're still trying to figure it out. <laughs> exactly. exactly. What's this one do? Yeah, yeah, what's that do, right? Should I, should I turn that on? Ah, should have read the, should have read the manual, you know. RTFM. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Massive amount of RTFM on this one. But yeah, I actually can't wait to, to get my- my hands into the product to get your hands into the platform. And more importantly, um, pretty stoked on, on how this is ultimately going to integrate its way into the platform as a whole. So more to come on what we're doing with Bionic. Right? Well, that is exciting. My yeah. favorite, I think, was probably Raptor. Oh, heck yeah. Raptor is pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. Why, why, do you like Raptor? why do you like the Raptor announcement? Well, you know, if anybody has been uh, doing a lot of deep investigation and using the platform and knows what happens when you start trying to run a, a query. I think with Raptor, the the speed that you gain implementing log scale on the back end is incredible. I mean, if you do a side-by-side comparison of, of old platform, new platform, you know, it's it's like a measurable, you know, I, the one I the one query I, I tried was I think like 30 or 40 seconds faster. Oh wow. That's that's monstrous. That's monstrous when you do something or you you run a task, you know, dozens of times per day or, you know, you know, per week, right? That that adds up significantly, right? Or so just if you're impatient like me and you don't want to sit there and wait for <laughs> it to, to query across all the data set and, yeah. and you're just kind of like, all right, all right, let's go. Yeah. Now, yeah, no, now totally you don't have to wait. That's great. <laughs> well, I think, you know, you know, for our listeners that are like, hey, this is, you know, we want to talk about adversaries. Well, I think as adversaries are becoming faster and breakout time, for example, is, you know, averaging at around 79 minutes with some of the fastest lateral movement, you know, seven campaigns minutes being seven fastest. minutes. Yeah, uh, it's fast. That's, that's insane. I think this, the Raptor release, which is, is again, us providing this lightning fast search capabilities or hunting capabilities across all the data sources that we collect. That is also going to be a game changer for our customers that need to respond to, again, adversaries that are getting faster and much more efficient, right? It's like that ain't nobody got time meme, right? Ain't nobody got time <laughs> yeah. to sit around and wait for, yeah. for that query to come back. Yeah, exactly. I got adversaries to catch. Exactly. I got adversaries. Ain't nobody got no time for that. Actually, speaking on the note of just being more efficient, we also released Charlotte AI Investigator. And that actually is pretty exciting for those of those of you or listeners that are not familiar with Charlotte, Charlotte AI. It is a CrowdStrike AI model that is providing our customers with this large language model powered incident summary for understanding, you know, the incidents or, or summarizing incidents for security analysts across a variety of different skill levels. Well, imagine having an engine, an AI model, or an assistant that allows you to, via one click, summarize the entire attack timeline, tell you systems that are impacted, highlight the enrichment data points that are tied to Intel, 
And, you know, within maybe two or three seconds, having have that data point and have that full summary at your fingertips to provide to upper management. That's that is a massive time saver. Right. Oh, I think the best example of of the Charlotte stuff, though, is that that George keynote where he he went in and, you know, they, they connected Charlotte to a voice thing. And, and so he was actually talking to it on stage. But we produce a lot of intelligence reporting out of the counter adversary operations. And, you know, when I when I say a lot, it's it's like thirteen hundred pages per month. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, in addition to being impatient, I'm also pretty lazy. And so trying to read 1300 pages of intelligence to stay ahead of all of the 220 plus threat actors that we're tracking today is a lot. And so when you can ask Charlotte, you know, what threats target my vertical, right? Let's, let's say it's financials or technology. Technology is, I think, the number one targeted vertical two plus years running now. And so to say, hey, what, what are the top threats targeting U.S. technology companies? And she comes back and says, you know, here's, here's 10 that have recently been targeting in the last month technology companies. And then you could say, summarize that for me. Tell, tell me some of the last, the, the newest TTPs and, and she'll do that. And then you can say, all right, now go out and, and we'll look for that in my environment, right? This is kind of going back to when we first launched the company and it was 12 years ago last week was my first day at CrowdStrike when oh. we first launched. Oh, happy anniversary. Well, thank you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I remember we were standing there with no product. We took our Macs out of the boxes, much like you're sitting there <laughs> taking Bionic out of the box. And we were like, what are we going to build? And, and we kind of put on our rose-colored glasses. And I remember standing in this conference room and kind of describing a minority report style capability within, you know, we didn't call it EDR back then, but, but, but an endpoint, a sensor, and being able to use intelligence to like pull things together and find things faster. And I think, you know, we've been building toward that vision for 12 years, but with Charlotte, we're really at a point now where that is actually a reality, where you can, you know, just talk straight up to to this thing and ask it questions obviously it's not going to be hooked up to alexa or anything like that just yet but <laughs> you get the point right that, that you can ask questions of this thing and 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 now you don't have to be focused on managing the tools right we're, we're kind of sure, up leveling yeah. it making it so that a security researcher or security analyst can actually just do the thing that they need to do and not have to learn all a the whole nuances, bunch of right? crazy yeah. stuff yeah like one of the, yeah. the other cool examples is anybody that's ever written fql falcon query language you know there's a lot that goes into those types of queries so asking charlotte to take a set of data from an intel or or some other type of alert and now you know write a fql to search for that that's that's or a log scale query now right e- yeah. even better yeah exactly yeah i just wait for someone to say yo fql <laughs> oh, instead of uh, alexa yeah or you could say hey charlotte play uh play jazz for a rainy afternoon nah. um that'll be like in a third release it maybe no, play we'll play my sure. adversary hunting mix adversary hunting adversary mix hunting ooh mix? We, we should, should publish man, some Spotify list or something. We absolutely should do an adversary hunting list playlist. That is fantastic. I love what that idea. What do you idea. listen to when you're, when you're hunting adversaries? I listen to a System of a Down. Yeah, I'm a very big fan of System of a Down. And then if I am feeling a little giddy in my hunting efforts, I play some Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai? Oh, yeah, a, I do like Jamiroquai. Throwback? That is, a, that is a throwback. Some virtual insanity? Absolutely, Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, that's one and two, right? Char- Charlotte and well, that's I guess three, right? We said a Bionic, Raptor, Charlotte, Charlotte. and yeah. number four will surprise you. Well, I mean, how surprised do you want to be? I want to be all the way surprised. I, all the way I guess. How do you measure surprise? In the form of eyebrow raises or height? Okay, let's see. Let's do it. Let's see if we can get my eyebrows up. All right, we renounced drum roll. Brr, Falcon Foundry, 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 Foundry. 
Falcon Foundry. And so I know you're thinking, what is Foundry? Okay, so Falcon Foundry, think about, I don't want to make this a commercial. I'm not going to say that this is a cybersecurity industry's first no-code application development platform for solving customer and IT and security use cases. That would be crazy for me to say that, but it sort of is. Basically, think about Think about all the really great workflows that you have access to within our current platform. Again, same, you know, on the same theme of being quick and responsive to adversary tradecraft that's evolving. Sometimes you just need the platform to do things automatically for you. And then, of course, you can ask Charlotte to do some other cool things on your behalf. Well, Foundry helps expand and, ex- you know, and extend those capabilities when it comes to what we do for our native SOAR framework for orchestration. So think about having the ability to build your own custom applications within our platform for the sake of, you know, capturing more data off the endpoints or querying, you know, endpoints or third-party tools and, you know, having that code run natively within our platform versus, you know, making API calls separately to something else. It's also going to run within the platform itself. We have a lot more coming out with this. We have some great use cases that were customer-driven. So again, we are always listening. If you give us feedback, we're going to listen and we're going to do something about it to make the platform more digestible, easier to use, easier to consume. And of course, you know, we want to bring value to how you use our technology and, you know, ensure that we, we can make the platform flexible. So I like um, flexible, flexible, right? Yeah. Flexibility, flexibility matters. And so, you know, we want to, what are you going to build for the foundry? Oh, I'm going to build a, an API hook or a script that actually calls my Keurig. So whenever I get a critical severity overwatch alert, it automatically gets (laughs) me a very tough espresso for me to dive into, you know, before I start doing my investigation. I'm very interested in this automated espresso maker i didn't even know you could do espresso on a curry yeah yeah there's a keurig espresso iteration wow yeah i think Look, i learned something from this podcast yeah exactly finally i've learned something yeah so more to come on that and then honestly there are there there are quite frankly you know dozens Wait, I, of, you didn't ask me what i was gonna do oh i'm so sorry how rude of me you know what you know what this is because i didn't have espresso this morning i was <laughs> up at four o'clock I did a this um, podcast sponsored by. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. What are you going to do with Foundry? Because I know you love coding a lot. Coding. You're like a coding master. In fact, outside of having a black belt in karate, is that true? No, you're not no. in karate. No. no. You I do, do jujitsu. Jujitsu. That's right. But definitely nowhere near a black belt. Well, you do jujitsu. And so I'm just going to call you a, in comparison to where I am on my jujitsu level, I'm just getting through the pronunciation of jujitsu. You actually do it. <laughs> Right. Hey, you got to start somewhere. I got to start somewhere. So for jujitsu, right? Obviously, you are a skilled purveyor of martial arts, and uh, but you're also a wizard at coding. And so what are you going to do with Foundry? Well, I don't actually have any plans for Foundry, but we did have this really cool. So we do this internal thing called Accelerate, mm-hmm. where everybody kind of gets to put their, their thinking caps on and come up with a, a project, right? A, okay. An idea that they want to try to present and say, we should build this thing for this reason. And um, some of the folks from the counter-adversary operations, um, I'm not sure which, I think it was a cross-team kind of collaboration, but they built this really cool platform where you can templatize a PowerPoint and basically put like variables inside the different parts of the, the PowerPoint. And then you can tie that back to API calls and it'll automatically build your deck for you. Oh, what? So how cool That's would it awesome. be to be able to, to like automate some, some CrowdStrike telemetry data and sensor count and coverage information and all of that stuff for customers so that they can go into the foundry and just quickly whip out some PowerPoints that will give them kind of the, the wrap up to give to their C-suite on 
how effective their coverage is and, and where there might be some adversaries targeting them and things like that. That Okay, so that's fantastic. I, I meet with a lot of customers across the country and, you know, they are always asking for, you know, more reports or other ways to pull data out of the platform. And we have an abundance of APIs that can make that possible. But again, if you're not proficient with coding or if you want to stay away from having to pull those APIs and or even run your own queries in log scale, this is a great answer or response to that, to those use cases. So I'm pretty excited about how that could ultimately make its way into our Foundry App Store catalog of, of use cases. So that, yeah. that, that's going to be fun. You know, anything to, to cut down on PowerPointing. You know, I don't I didn't get into this business to be a PowerPoint engineer. You know, I always get caught up in PowerPoint because then I start putting like little shadows over my pictures and a Beams. little, you know, frame. And then, you know, all of a sudden the bullet points aren't lining up. And I just like all of a sudden this 30 minute endeavor turns into like a week long, you know, very nice PowerPoint only to have like the company I'm presenting to say, hey, we're going to reschedule to next year. Oh, <laughs> like, all that effort. While we won't belabor these various points on this session of the Adversary Universe podcast with the head of our counter adversary operations team, Adam Myers, and myself, Christian Rodriguez. We will, you know, don't forget to check out some of the things we, we had. But at wait, there's more. Well, is there more? Oh, I'm just saying. Let's, uh, yeah, let's exactly. Say. It is a wait, wait, there's more. Well, hold up. Did we do five? We did four. We did four, but then I said data protection and then exposure management, which is technically six, and then I, which is actually seven. Oh. So, well, then let's double it because the eighth thing was that <laughs> CAO, and this, this was something that that we only released on a blog post, but oh, the counter right. adversary operations has combined our Intel elite, which is an analyst that, that you get, you know, a lot of organizations, what we found were trying to do threat intelligence, but they didn't know where to start. They didn't have really dedicated personnel. So what we did was we created this Intel elite program where you get an Intel analyst who can help onboard you, who can help do uh, the Intel requirements and all of that. And uh, so that that's something that's helped a lot of our customers over the years. And one of the announcements that Ilya, our CTO, did was to talk about how we're going to do automated onboarding, right? Ooh, we already know nice. a lot about customers when we when we bring them into the to the platform, right? And so, you know, it's kind of a three-step thing that he announced. Step one is the automated onboarding. So we create this firmographic perspective, taking a look at your organization, where your locations are, all the information that we've kind of pulled from the whole sales process. And then we have a library of PIRs that we can suggest because we already know all of these PIRs. We've developed them for hundreds of customers over the years. And so now through some ML and some heuristics, we can actually apply that and, and kind of automatically give you these Intel requirements that you should be monitoring for. And then from there, we give you a live threat feed. So you get kind of a curated feed of data straight to your, straight to your console. I, I know one of the biggest challenges that our customers have is how do we quantify the value of threat intelligence? How do we know that the money that we spent on threat intel was worth it? How do we know what we're getting for it? And so we've created automated ROI dashboards oh, where nice. you can actually see in real time, you know, monthly, weekly, quarterly, yearly, whatever periodicity you want, we can actually show you and quantify that return on investment. I think that that is a game changer for the threat intel world for sure. No, agreed. I think that's a topic that always comes up. Like, how do we justify 
these investments and, you know, you know, sometimes even operationalizing intelligence can be a challenge based upon the maturity of your organization. And so this is actually really fantastic. I'm actually pretty stoked to see this in action. I know a lot of the work that your team is, has been doing has yielded some, some fantastic returns, you know, for several organizations that have kind of gone through an early adapter program. So I'm actually pretty stoked to see this kind of make its way through the market and the industry. Can you share a little bit about what we discussed without, you know, letting the cat out of the bag, right? Because again, there's some really great content that you just had to be there to experience. So we covered Scattered Spider, which has probably been my least favorite adversary or, or most painful adversary over the past couple of months here. It's really been about 18 months we've been tracking this threat actor. And when we started off that adversary underground session, we actually had a reenactment of a actual social engineering call that was conducted by Scattered Spider against a victim. And, you know, as we were kind of setting this thing up, there was a lot of a lot of back and forth about was it too long? It was five minutes. Would it hold people's attention? And when I looked up as we we hit play, everybody was on the edge of their seat and you could see them kind of reacting viscerally to to the actual social engineering of a help desk person when the threat actor offered to hop onto their computer at the help desk to, to help reset their phone number for their two-factor auth. And it was really just a, a kind of journey of Scattered Spider, starting with their targeting of telecoms and BPOs back in last spring through last fall and, and even you know the beginning of last winter as they were really trying to set up SIM swapping as a service and how they graduated in, in January of last year into data extortion, though unsuccessfully. And by April, they kind of went back to their roots of doing ransomware and they started using ALF-V as a ransomware that they were an affiliate of. And so the adversary universe really kind of took people through that journey and kind of we, we told some of the stories. We won't get into it here, but uh, there's there's more to come on that. Maybe we'll do a, a special bonus scattered spider episode at some point in the future, too. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. This was a bonus episode of the Adversary Universe podcast. Christian Rodriguez, Adam Myers, really happy for you to hear what we have coming down on our release and our announcements. And so there's a lot more that, again, you should engage your field teams on. But on the next episode, we shall cover some really great adversary content. So stay tuned. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. We smash can't wait to hear you. Smash that subscribe button. And we will catch you on the other side of the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to our podcast and head over to CrowdStrike.com forward slash adversaries to learn more about the many bad guys we track. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on the Adversary Universe podcast. This is the Adversary Universe podcast.